Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. Now to a very popular staple of the Christian music industry. 15 years, 6 albums, 7 EPs, 2 Christmas albums, and 3 of those have been certified gold. Without doubt, Reliant K is one of the biggest Christian rock bands. They've also reached critical success in mainstream charts, peaking a number of times in the top 15 of the US Billboard 200 chart. So many awards, a Grammy nomination, record sales of more than 2 million, I could go on and on, but they've also had a profound influence for good with their message. They're about to release another album in the next couple of months, and their lead guitarist, Matt Hoops, has very kindly agreed to join us on Open House. He's been with the band since they formed in 1998. Matt, welcome to Open House. Well, thank you. It's great to have you with us. Matt, I understand the band is actually named after your car. Yeah, I drove this car in high school. It was a Plymouth Reliant K. It was just kind of a funny thing where it was very old and falling apart and my grandmother used to be a mail carrier, and she would carry around the mail and deliver mail in it. And um, my dad bought it from her when she retired from that as, like, a cheap car for me to learn how to drive on. So I would kind of just drive it around, and all my friends would kind of make fun of me because it was falling apart. And we always joked that it was held together with stickers and just rusting out everywhere. And <laughs> It just kind of became an inside joke yeah. with our friends. We just somehow decided to name our band after. I think it was Matt's idea. Very quirky. Matt, where did this 15-year journey start for you then with Reliant K? Uh, well, actually, uh, yeah, I have been friends with Matt uh, most of my life, the singer of the band. Yeah, we've just kind of been hanging out, doing stuff, growing up together, and been friends since high school. And we both kind of started playing guitar at the same time. We actually met at our church youth group. Both kind of started getting into punk rock bands and playing guitar and writing songs and we both kind of just had this thing at the same time so we would go to shows together and we would hang out and matt has this amazing songwriting ability and he was writing songs from the time he could play one string on the guitar he was writing songs with that string and um so we just kind of started it off at what stage do you reckon you started getting serious so it clearly emerged from just the joy of music when did it start to have a direction and a purpose? Uh, even from the get-go, we always uh, it, it was always like a goal of ours to write about things that were important to us, to write about our faith, to write about the deeper things in life. From a business standpoint, though, probably like when I was about to graduate high school, I was 18, we'd been offered a record deal. And they said, you need to finish high school really fast so you can go on the road. So we all, uh, you know, did what we could to finish high school, and we did a record and signed a record deal. And we were all like, well, you know, we'll see how this goes. Maybe we'll do this for like a year or two and then go back to university or whatever. And from there, it just kind of kept escalating. I don't know if you could even say that point, but I think the moment we got signed to a record label was a fairly pivotal moment in our career. We just kind of gave up everything we were doing, you know, to go on the road and you know, have fun, kind of make more of a business out of it. Glorious. When you say you both felt the need to say things about your faith, what were the things that you desired to communicate about this faith to perhaps two audiences, to, of course, the Christian audiences that love your music, but also people who are spectators to the Christian faith? What do you want to say to them about the faith? That's a great question. Um, When we started, an answer that we'd give a lot is just, you know, trying to show some of the love that we've received, you know, show some of this forgiveness that we've received, but also, um, you know, just acceptance. 
peace that we had received from this relationship with Christ, you know, and just kind of like this feeling that we just wanted to share that. We just wanted to present that, but not present it in a way that like, hey, everyone should be like us, but present it in a way that this is important to us. This has helped us. This is who we are as people. This is our journey. This is our experience. And what a great privilege to be able to do that with good music as well. How did it feel when you started to achieve some success and this started to work? Uh, It was the craziest feeling in the world. Every single thing that happened, I remembered along the way, we just were like, really, this is happening? We're getting to tour with some of our favorite bands. We're getting to tour with Switchfoot and Five Iron Frenzy and the Supertones and Bleach and like all these bands that we had grown up listening to and later MXPX, stuff that I would have never believed if you would have told me. We were just always kind of just awestruck a little bit, I think, that just to, to have those kinds of opportunities. So we were always just very thankful for them and kind of took each thing as it came. It can also be a tough industry. Have you known much of that? We haven't had a lot of uh, trials. The thing that, that you realize is that, you know, certain people want you to be a certain way. You know, they want you to act like a pastor, or they want you to act like a rock star, and they're just not going to be happy unless you're what they want you to be. And I think we knew really early on we were just going to be ourselves and not really worry if someone else didn't think that we were acting Christian enough, cool enough, or whatever. It was just like, you know, we need we need to be who we are. And um, we've had some funny things happen along the way on both sides of the coin. It's kind of hard because I don't like pointing fingers at the Christian community necessarily, but, you know, just funny things that happened to us along the way when we were starting out. Uh, one group had a real problem that some of our songs were featured in uh, Abercrombie & Fitch advertisement, which is like a clothing store. They were kind of under some fire for having kind of scantily clad models in their magazines, and so this group was kind of like coming after us and we you know we had nothing to do with it they were using our song (laughs) and they wanted us to go and like pull our song down from there and we're like hey we're not going to do that they threatened to boycott us or whatever and then we had just started out at the time so this was like kind of a cool opportunity we thought the billy graham organization made a statement saying that what we were doing was they backed what we were doing that we weren't aligning ourselves with them we were being a light in the world and that's what we should do and that was the positive part of it of everything but you know we just had funny things happen along the way and we just kind of take it for what it is and and we just kind of decided really early on that we can only be who we are and that's that's what it is how would you describe who you are then give me a form of words that says okay this is what reliant k is That is a really good question. I think that we're people that care and love. You know, we really try to create, like, a family atmosphere when we tour. We really try to, like, bring people around us that are um, uplifting and supportive and people that we can be uplifting to and just really create a positive atmosphere. And we try to, you know, make friends with every band that we tour with. And we try to just be loving. We try to love like Christ does, you know, as much as we can. You know, if you're asking us if we feel like we're called to be pastors, I don't think that that's necessarily it. And... I think that's what a lot of people think when you say, you know, we're Christians and we play music, then, okay, you guys are like a pastor church band, you know? And I think that's part of just the body of Christ. There are bands that are called to do that. There are people that are called to be that role. That's something that we've never fully felt comfortable in, but um, also realizing the responsibility that we have, being a good example, and, you know, living in a way that is encouraging and loving. And it's not just in the Christian realm you guys have made appearances on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Now, that is big time in the U.S. 
Yeah, it's, it was a big deal. We also uh, we got to play Conan O'Brien. We got when he was on network television. We got to play Jimmy Kimmel yeah. and amazing experiences. And we were all just happy. We got to do uh, you know all these things that are just amazing opportunities that we never thought we would get. It's been a cool thing to kind of be able to play in clubs and tour with non-Christian bands and then also play Christian festivals and, you know, kind of be involved and supportive in that in that way as well. And shine that light. Do you pinch yourself when you make an appearance with Conan O'Brien or Jay Leno that how amazing is this that we've made it here? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a really stressful thing, actually, to play on, <laughs> yes. a, on a show like that. And they tell you that you can do it twice if you need to, but they don't recommend that. So it's kind of like you get up there and all of a sudden they announce your name and the, this curtain goes up really fast and you just have to play your song and, you know, hope that it's good <laughs> because every every little small wrong note is going to be on there and it's just how it is. And, um, you know, we played a lot of shows, but that's just a different environment. So, yeah, it's the whole experience is just really surreal. And every time that we do one of those shows, it just feels like I can't believe we have this opportunity. This is, this is so cool and amazing. It's just a fun thing to be a part of. We totally do pinch ourselves in that situation. And honestly, I'm so proud of Matt and being able to sing in that situation because I think about it, I'm just playing guitar. But like when you get nervous, it just kind of makes your breathe faster and yep. makes your heart beat faster. And it's really hard to sing on pitch. And, it's, <laughs> and he does a really good job with it. Have you guys ever felt the pressure or have there been opportunities to move more mainstream and away from the Christian realm? Honestly, no. I, I've never really seen the difference uh, as far as, like, you can only do one or the other. We've never really decided to do one or the other or had any reason to. I think it's a glorious thing that you can do both at the one time to both audiences. Yeah, and we definitely, we started out, you know, on Goatee Records. You know, we had a Christian booking agent and Christian, you know, people that were involved in the Christian music industry. Pretty much our entire team around us at that time was involved in that. We kind of tried to balance that from now, and we've kind of been able to come from that and still hopefully, you know, have the same ideas that we had when we started. But, it, you know, it's just always, you're all constantly growing. You're constantly becoming the person that you're going to become in life. And, you know, we're definitely different now than we were then. And it's an encouraging thing. And we've just never really tried to define who we are and, and where we fit in. Matt, you've been with the band since the very beginning. Few people have come and gone. Why would you say you've stayed? Because it's a long time, especially in that It industry. is a long time. You know, honestly, I, uh, I took some time off the road uh, about two years ago. I was off the road almost an entire year. It was a really good thing for me. I wasn't sure if I was going to come back to the band. I wasn't sure if I was ever going to tour again. Um, I just felt really physically and emotionally drained. I'd been going through a lot of stuff with my family. I was just really trying to uh, deal with that. It was a good time, and I'm glad that I took that time away. And um, when I came back to the band, I, I was just really excited and excited to make this new record and I'm more involved than I ever have been in our projects. It's been a good thing, but yeah, it is a long time to do it. If you would have asked me 10 years ago if I'd still be doing this, I would say, no way, no way, ever. That's not possible, but um, still fun for me. How have you been able to juggle your family responsibilities, a wife and two kids, with a busy life on the road and a high-profile life? You know, honestly, it's really difficult. First and foremost, you know, I want to be a dad. I want to be there for my kids. I want to be, you know, around them. And really what we've done since I've been back on the road is uh, kind of schedule touring where we are not touring one-tenth of what we used to tour. You know, we do a few tours a year. We try to split them up, and we try to take the kids out on the road as much as we can. And 
it's a different scenario. And now also, that you know, that we're older and that we're playing these kinds of venues and we're touring on a bus, it's like we can actually afford to do those kinds of things. That's been a blessing. You know, we've never actually made it to that next tier, you know, where we can take out a family bus or, you know, do things like that. But, um, you know, it has been a good thing, I think, to be able to um, tour on our terms and still be able to make time for family and to do that. That'll always be your most important job. You've given so much, you guys, in your music and from your music and your message. What's it done for you personally, spiritually, professionally, would you say, Matt? That's a really interesting question. I think the main thing that I would say is just friends. John Foreman from Switchfoot is a guy that I can call up and like be really honest with. And like I love that guy. I think he's great. That's maybe the main thing that when I look back, I'm like, you know what, I wouldn't change that. Just the same as I wouldn't change when my kids were born and, you know, when everything happened, it's, you know, just the friendships and the relationships we build over the years on the road and just doing what we do um, are really special and really important to me and I'm really thankful for them. And as I said before, you've got a new album coming out very soon. Tell us about that, Matt. Oh, yeah. Our new album is called Collapsible Lung. It will be coming out over the summer, uh, hopefully July 2nd. Yeah, I'm really excited about the record. It's very different musically. It's kind of a, a bit of an experimental record, um, but I feel like it has a lot of life to it. It was a lot of fun to make, and hopefully we'll be releasing a few more tracks um, in different places so people can start to get a taste of what we're doing and what we're up to. I'm compelled to ask this question, why Collapsible Lung? It's, it's actually a song title on the record. It's the last song. The song is just kind of about the like the frailty of our bodies, kind of the idea that like time is moving time is this force that is constantly changing and constantly you know you think that your body is invincible or forever or you know something like that and you know just kind of like realizing that it's not and kind of like making peace with that making sense of that just kind of realizing the more eternal side of us is what lasts that's a profound message so you should take us out with a song of your choice from your rich collection of music. What song would you choose to take us out, Matt? You know, one of the main ones that our fans always ask for is called Who I Am, Hates Who I've Been. It's on our record. And um, one of the songs that we uh, don't get sick of playing, we always love playing it, and um, that's it. Okay, let's have a listen. Matt Hoops, thank you so much indeed for joining us on Open House. No problem at all. Thank you. The proverbial sunrise Coming up over the Pacific end You might think I'm losing my mind But I will shy away from the specifics Cause I don't want you to know Sorry for 
See that line? I never should have crossed it. Stop right there. I never should have said that. It's the very moment that I wish that I could take back. Hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.